Welcome to a great episode of Sports Matters. It is chilly this morning. I'm Kevin, my partner Matt. He's all bundled up in his hoodie. You look so comfortable right I, now. I'm very cold. <laughs> you well, you mean? look very I, warm to me right now. I, it may look warm, but on the inside I'm very cold. <laughs> well, you know who else is cold? The Anaheim Ducks. Well, yeah, well they're skating on ice. Makes sense. Um, well, you know, there's nowhere to go but up from here, right? True. True. They could be the fifth team to come back from a 0-3 deficit in NHL. Could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. And I had the pleasure of going to the game on Thursday, thanks to Austin from uh, Humanities for Humanity. She had an extra ticket. We checked out the game, and it, it was actually, as far as a fan experience, it was a lot of fun. They had these little wrist bracelets that uh, light up. I think all the stadiums are doing that in the playoffs, and it's really cool. They do like a light show, mm-hmm. and the fans get to participate because – you're the light show controlled by the stadium. But it was really cool because they would dim the lights and they would just do all this fun stuff. So it kept the fans active. But once the puck dropped, you know, the first period was good. You're kind of feeling each other out. But when it got to the second period, it just, you know, some miscues by the Ducks, just a few mistakes, just some missed defensive assignments. And before you know it, it's three to nothing. But with the Sharks, you have so many people you have to guard. Oh, yes. They're a great team. They're I mean, an amazing team. You're right. You're team. right. What you said off air, you know, you got to give where credit due. And a credit due is to the San Jose Sharks. They're just playing a really good game. They're in a really nice flow. They had a nice rhythm. Their passes were crisp. They were spread out, so they have the spacing and, and some great shots on goal. You you have to look at who they're playing against. And top to bottom, I mean, this Sharks team is very quality. You got a goalkeeper who's been there before, Martin Jones, who's I I'd say he's been the MVP. Oh, this he's series. been amazing this series. He's been an amazing yes. job. And the I mean, last night was a prime example that he shot. Uh, stop 45 saves 45 saves that's great yeah um i think uh they got a vander kane which i before i said the series that he was up there for one of the best moves um in terms of the trade deadline he showed why they went after him he's an amazing hockey player uh the the problem with the ducks right now is that their defense is just a little out of sorts I I think it's because their their defensive leader, Cam Fowler, isn't in. And that's that a hurts. big that's a big loss for right. them. Yeah, I mean he has been just the best defender for the Ducks. He has been the consummate professional. He has been an offensive and defensive defenseman. So when you lose a guy like that, it's tough to get going. And then you have to bring in different parts to try to weather that blow. And, and it hasn't really been working it, out it on the It gets more challenging end. getting back in those defensive shifts because a lot of those goals have been just not getting back on defense. It's a little bit to do with kind of forcing it. They're kind of pressing a little right, bit. Right, exactly. And when you're pressing one way, a little aggressive on offense – you're going to pay the price on the back end on defense because if you turn the puck over, which the Ducks have been turning the puck over quite a bit, when you have two on zero, of course they're going to get a goal. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it, and that it happened a few times there. The Ducks are going to have to have some sort of game where they have to aim for the corners. Right now, they, they the problem is is they've been getting the puck to the front of the net, but yeah, Martin Jones yep. has just been right there. I think that... In order for them to get past them, they got to put more double moves on the goal. 
Absolutely. You know, you, you, you hit a key point. Also, their spacing isn't as good. It just seems like they would pass the puck to the guy that's the most crowded around by all the defensive end. And I have to give San Jose credit. They're really putting the pressure on offensive as well as defensively. And the Ducks just set up some nice goals where San Jose last night had a beautiful one where they spread the puck around. They go around the back of the net and the guy uh, looked like he was going to come in and shoot the goal. But he, like you said, he faked him out and hit the guy up above and he knocked it in. It's about getting better shots on goal. Absolutely. The Ducks got a lot of shots on goal, but there are just some of them just they're just okay, we got to we need to score and there's I mean, desperate it's just shots, easy kick just, save. It, yeah. it, I think they press too much. In general, they they've been pressing the puck a little bit too much and that allows them the Sharks, I mean by them to get a counterattack. And they've been killing us on the counterattack the entire series. So, uh for me, I'd say the Ducks do have a chance to do it. However, they right. got to sure up. They got to sure up some things. Um, I think we're gonna need some better play for Corey Perry and the the veterans on this team. Right, and they need to calm everyone down. Let's focus just on the one game because that's all you can do. You can only play one game at a time and focus on winning the next game. It's got to be a next man up kind of situation, but absolutely, that's like having a review the tape, fix that defense. It's because these guys it's going to take more, more than discipline. Re- reviewing to- tape, you know, it, it, it's about the speed that the, the sharks have. So the the speed that the sharks have is is really their best friend in terms of the, the ducks. I mean, on defense, they really don't have the you fastest definitely notice skaters. It. On both offensive and defensive side, the, the Sharks are just putting the pressure on. And you're right. They're very fast. They're very fast. So if you're going to beat a fast hockey team, you have to control the puck, which they did. They have not controlled the puck very well in the first couple of games. But I think that it is going to change. This is a team that doesn't want to lose. And I think it's it's going to change. I think you just have to – you, you got to kind of wait. But the Sharks are an amazing team. And uh, on the flip side, the Las Vegas Golden Knights are here to play. That's for sure. Everyone That's another fast him. team. Speaking of fast teams, oh yeah, they are fast. They, they got some good skaters. I think that they got some big bodies and some and some good skaters. And and to me, you know, Carlson, William Carlson, for them has been a, has been the best pickup that they've had besides Mark Andre Fleury. So in terms of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, I think they are here to stay. Oh, they're a very good team. That'd be something to be an inaugural team and go all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. And to win it, it's never been done. It's never been done, no. The laws of averages, some, it's bound to happen. The laws of averages, is, uh, <laughs> according to Tom, it's not a real thing, but they're bound to come into someone that is going to be However, bigger and faster than them. But but if you remember four years ago, the L.A. Kings were down 0-3 in the series, and they came back and won that series and went on to win the Stanley Cup. So the Kings are not quite out of it. The Kings aren't quite of out yet. of it. It's not quite the same team, though. No, I understand that. They are not as strong as that team was, right. and, in my opinion. And if they can't counter that speed of the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights, and it looks like Las Vegas will be going to the second round. But also, they, they've been playing good games, so I think. Two or three of them have gone to overtime. They've been playing great games. The problem is, is that the Vegas Golden Knights, they got something else playing for them. They got something else that they're playing for. And when sports becomes deeper, you have extra motivation. And, you know, this is this is a team that is very scary yeah. to play because they're, they're playing some good hockey. They are playing some great hockey. And, of course, the Predators, they did lose last night, but they're still, I think, the team to beat in the West. Well, yeah, Colorado played an excellent game. They're still the team to beat. Well, right now, I mean, the way the Sharks are playing, 
that'll be an interesting matchup, whoever has to play the Shark, because they're looking really fast. And Martin Jones, if he keeps goaltending like this, who knows, they might go far in the NHL playoffs. So who do you think ends up in the Stanley Cup after these early first season playoffs? Well, I'll tell you what, the Western Conference Finals, I'm still going to go with Nashville versus Las Vegas. I think the two best teams are going to somehow end up there. And on the Eastern Conference side? On the East? Wow, there's there's so much going on over there. Columbus even, they're really surprising me. I didn't think they would jump out to a 2-0 lead against the Capitals. Uh, the Capitals were pretty tough last year. The Capitals were pretty tough, but this is a different Blue Jackets team. Somewhere along the line, Pittsburgh may end up in the Eastern Conference Finals, but I just don't know how it is. With hockey, you know, to go for a third straight Stanley Cup, that's so hard. But, I mean, consecutive. They've won back-to-back titles. I know. They've been the best team, but I think they've won. But to win three championships in a row that's really 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 hard to do in hockey it is really hard to do but it's the penguins too it is the penguins so i still say they're the team until someone knocks them out they're the team to beat in the east so that pretty much be my east pick but as as far as like a underdog i like columbus fly under the radar we don't know much about that team columbus is pretty they're a good hockey team seth jones is an amazing defender i mean they, they got they got some pretty good parts to them i in terms of the eastern conference there's a lot of of interesting teams the tampa bay lightning are seem to be scoring at very high numbers even though they are playing the new jersey devils um, who have shown that they are a very good offensive team however they need to sure up some defense it is more about the lightning than any other team in the eastern conference so i'll go with the lightning going to the stanley cup uh they can just have some offense that is just it's, it's tough to stop who they have um that first line is very deadly with they are they are putting Steven up some stamp coast and then uh kuchikov i think that's how you say his name i think that they're a very good hockey team on the western conference side uh, it's it's so tough to go against nashville right but i'm going to because i i just don't think after what i've seen in the first round of them playing colorado you got las vegas fever viva no i don't have i don't have las vegas fever I think that Winnipeg? you're going to see, I, I Canadian do like team. Winnipeg, but... I'd love to see a Canadian team in there. I'd love to see a Canadian team too, but the way that the Sharks are playing right now, I think that the Ducks have a chance to do it. If they win the next game, I'll probably change my pick just based off of the kind of how the track record's going. But if you sweep a team like the Anaheim Ducks, you got some, you got a series and you're getting rest. I like the Sharks. If you were to ask me who's going, it'd be Sharks versus the Lightning. Sharks keep playing the way they have been playing, really putting the pressure on the Ducks. I don't see why they don't close the game out, close out the series. However, if the Ducks can just calm down a little bit, fix some of those things, and just really focus on hard on defense and just really try to match San Jose, yeah, anything can happen. Well, let's not forget San Jose last year and the year before that. They did go to the Stanley Cup two years ago. True. They did get to the Western Conference. They got went pretty far in the Western Conference last This is season. a very good team. You this know, is I, not... I, I could very well see them taking out the Predators. You're right. I mean, they do have... So your final could be Nashville versus San Jose, because if San Jose wins this round, they will most likely face Las Vegas if Las Vegas closes out the LA Kings. That'll be an interesting matchup. Yeah. That's going to be two really fast hockey teams. Ooh, um, that's going to be fun to watch. That, that will be fun to watch. It, it, 
in terms of uh, how that will go. It's a, it's a battle between the goaltenders. It's, that's going to be like a, a classic pitching matchup. Like you're 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 watching Kershaw versus Max Scherzer. Like it, there's not going to be a whole lot of runs scored, in my opinion. You're going to see a lot of speed. Um, it'll be a fun hockey if that ends up being the case. If, to me, if both of them sweep, that is going to be a very interesting series because both of them are going to be rested. However, I think that's highly doubtful considering you know both of them sweeping i think at least one of them mm-hmm. is going to push it to a game five um we'll see what ends up happening but on the eastern conference side i like the the lightning i like the lightning a lot we'll see if they can flash their way into the finals yes, yeah see if they <laughs> can strike gold <laughs> well i real quick i just want to give a shout out to our men's volleyball team they concluded the season they won they swept ucsb 3-0 finished with a 20-8 record they have UC San Diego to begin Big West Championship Weekend. And then the NCAA Tournament will begin on April 28th. Big West honors all over the board. First of all, Austin Wilmot and Joel Schneidmiller were named to the freshman team. Jo- Joel, or Joel, however how he pronounces that, Schneidmiller also is the freshman of the year. How about that? And then the first team, all volleyball starters, Applebach, Kubi, and Static made the first team. And then honorable mention, Mr. Parker and uh, Shaq Raverty were honorable mention. Shaq Raverty, just make sure I said that right. So congrats to the men. So you can catch them Thursday, April 19th. It's looking good. And then on the baseball side of things, they're taking on UCL. LA tonight. Well, you can listen right here at 88.9 FM in Irvine at 6 p.m. And then they had a couple players of the week. Trenton Denholm, pitcher, had a phenomenal game on Sunday. Just shut everybody down. And then uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, third baseman, had an awesome week offensively. So, yeah, congrats to our UC sports. Yeah, go support the volleyball team. That seems like a very fun team, very good, good team to watch. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for UCI sports. The baseball's starting to come, you know, into full swing. But you you made a key point. I remember you saying last year, you know, them being healthy. They didn't have Den home last year. No, and he was out. So now it's it's a huge difference. They're twenty and fourteen. Yes, they got to take on uh, number thirteen UCLA, but I think they can take them down. But all that matters to me is getting into the postseason. They will get in the postseason this year. They have yeah. a much better record than they did last year. All that matters. Any UCI sports, I love our UCI sports here. I want to see them do great things nationally. That's what I, I like. I love seeing UCI at the very top of the whole country because then that brings in more athletes and this becomes more of an athletic school. To, and, and the baseball team has been amazing here. Like you look at the success that they've had in the years past. So they just got to keep up the good work, man. But not only is it a sports school, but you get a phenomenal education here. You do. You get an amazing education. A UC education is something that you should be very proud of. And then for your hometown Anaheim Angels, there's a great pitching matchup tonight. Shohei Otani. Mania versus David Price. The two best teams in the American League. Red Sox sitting at 13-2, and two, where the Angels are 13-3. and three, And the Dodgers are 5-9. and nine? Who saw that coming? Me. No, tr- there was no Turner. They, they, their lineup is just, yeah, I mean, that's it's, crazy it's how one person right now. can really affect that entire lineup. It's true. It's very well true. Like that, that whole, um, that whole team is, is, is revolved around great hitting and they haven't, 
hit the ball back. well, and, and Kershaw hasn't really pitched very well. So Kershaw's been pitching really well. It's just he hasn't been getting much runs. Would before. you want to know the beauty of but it? He did get the win on Saturday. Would you want to know the beauty of it? So they still have a hundred more games to play. Oh, absolutely. They haven't even gotten to sixty games yet. I mean, the Dodgers didn't really get off to that great of a start last year, but then they just got super hot, like in the third part of the season. Went on that amazing, won so many games in a row. I don't remember, but they had a really, really good streak. Well, my math is correct when I say this. There's still 144 games still to play. Oh, there's a lot of games left. So, I'm down to what on the Otani craze. This is going to be a good game tonight. I don't know if it's nationally televised, but it's it's going to be televised locally here. But it should be a national game. Yeah, you got two marquee pitchers going yeah. at it. Well, you got the sometimes ESPN picks up the national games late. Sometimes they do it, and also they have the ESPN Plus. Which they they've been now picking up ba- random baseball games like the the Giants versus the Padres, but that wasn't on national TV, so that's well, an interesting on, feature. Anyways, uh, you won't be seeing the Reds on national TV anytime either. By the way, they're three and thirteen, the worst record in baseball. Oh, yeah. So bummed out. Well, <laughs> they did have a good game last night. I like the pitcher who pitched last night, Luis um, Castillo. Yes, yes, he was. He's he seems to be very good. But anyways, we got something else to talk about. We got some playoff basketball to talk what? about. We we can't be focusing too much on baseball. You you know how I like. No, to, I had to get the show Shohei Mania. Out Shohei there. Mania. I like Shohei. I'll allow. I'll allow it. That's you know, be a fun we, game. I bet you it's going to be sold out tonight. I'll let you break the rule of we're not going to talk about baseball until July. Right. Until after well, that's, the, that's after the, the NBA's done. Well, this happened in the early 80s with Fernando Mania. Now now the Angels get their own Otani well, Mania. He, I, think, I think he is, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I think Shohei Otani being a two-way player could be a little bit of a more interesting story than Fernando Mania. Actually, Even that, was, that was huge. Fernando, Fernando Mania would time, up. He was just yeah. such a dominant pitcher. Yes, he, he didn't hit. I think you can never top that. You can yeah, never top was, Fernando that, that's Mania. That's a tough story to, to top, but with Shohei being a it's two-way too, player. Why are we comparing amazing. apples to oranges? I'm just saying as far as the mania, Fernando Mania just took, swept that whole year. What about, Lin, are we throwing Lynn Sanity in here too? Yeah, yeah, I don't think Lynn Sanity stacks up as high as what Shohei and Fernando had done for baseball. No, I'm just saying we're comparing apples to oranges here. Yeah. In terms of the NBA playoffs, it's just reminding me of Fernando Mania. But anyway, let's get to NBA playoffs. To the NBA playoffs, we got some pretty good games going on. Um, I personally have been watching quite a bit. Last night, the Miami Heat played an excellent game. The, yep. the exact game that they needed to have, Dwayne Wade went off last night, 28 vintage points. Wade. Yeah, Vintage Wade. It was it's a, a great game match. for them. Um, the, pers- the team that you should not be too – I mean, obviously they started off with a terrible game one 80 points from the Cleveland Cavaliers I would not be too worried about them you know um to me I think the the Cleveland Cavaliers get it going again they need to make some changes I'm not talking like changes to the roster I'm talking changes to the original lineup having Kevin Love at the center it's it's too tough he's a power forward in my opinion um so I I think they need to fix that kind of concept because uh, he's have he was having a tough time playing Miles Turner his Miles Turner so elusive he's a very good shooter he can um move off very easily uh he's got great movement when he does have the ball so deal with him if, you, if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers you have to look at it and 
and figure out how you're going to stop Oladipo. On the flip side, we got on the Western Conference, you know, it's probably... Well, the Warriors are cruising, as we thought they would. They did have, you know, they did have a tough first half last night. Of course. I mean, it's it's Greg Popovich. He's going to make his adjustments, and he's going to put his players in the best position to be successful. But at the end of the day, when you have Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson... Sorry, you're just it's it's a tough uphill to climb, and, and you're not going to beat those guys. They're they're also dealing it with uh, Kawhi Leonard being in New York rehabbing. Um, I have no idea what is going on. I mean, they they are they seem to have some sort of uh, dilemma there because uh, the medical staff and him just are not seeing eye to eye. His uncle doesn't believe that he's doing the right thing. Blah blah, blah but. Um, in terms of San Antonio, you're going home. You're going home where you were really good this year. You won 31 games at home this year. So if you're looking at this from the perspective of the Spurs, you are glad to get out of Oracle. Well, it's definitely something that they're going to be dealing with during the offseason. But, you know, getting back to that Miami Sixers game, that's the one thing what Miami has. They have veteran like Dwayne Wade. And that's the one thing I worry about Philadelphia being a super young team. It's just that when you get deep in these playoffs, they start, you know, making adjustments. And and for these young guys, they haven't seen that yet. So it's good experience for Philadelphia. I I mean, like I watched like I watched both of those, and I think the, the kind of the difference is they really miss Embiid. It's really tough for them to be the Sixers brand of basketball without Joel Embiid stretching the floor for them at the five. So I think they're really missing him, and when he comes back, it'll be a different story. Um, In terms of the Western Conference, the New Orleans Pelicans stealing one game from the Trailblazers is huge. You've got in a big That's game. a tough place to win a game, let alone Portland's loud, and it's just. Well, you you also have been you've been having better play from Miritich, um, and you also have Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday, and you got all these. So they're a team that is an interesting play. I think they're starting to get hot. I like the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, I like them too. I like them so much. I'm actually going to be in New Orleans next week. Are you? <laughs> For a few days. Ooh, fun. Well, I'll see you next Tuesday. Question mark? Possibly. Cool. Maybe, maybe the mark? following week. They changed my flight on me, so we'll talk about that off air. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> but, no, I mean, this is, you know, the playoffs are heating up now. The first round's always exciting. You know, it's just crazy how LeBron gets all this criticism. He lost his first game one in the first round, and everybody, just, they're all coming down on this. Look. If he comes back and wins game two, that it's they could probably win four straight and take out the Pacers. It's like the guy gets so he heavily only, criticized. He can only do so. I like I I have always think that he thinks he's better. I mean, he just has the kind of the Jordan kind of ego. But I will say this: I just think that he gets a lot of negative criticism when everything goes wrong. They're like, "You're the king. You're supposed to be winning." Like blah blah, blah. and it, it just it turns turn sour real quick I think they'll be fine they got a young I mean like they have young players around them that haven't been in the playoff experience so yeah it's gonna be you know one of those series that could go six maybe seven games in I, the don't, first round. I don't think it, uh, may, I mean like I think the Pacers are better than advertised 
Like let's not let's not act oh, yes. like they are. No, they're a very good team. They play team basketball, but to counter uh, with the best player in the NBA, it's, that's tough to beat. They're gonna need uh, they're gonna need another couple games like that from Oladipo, which I I just don't know who's gonna guard right. Oladipo. For, but can he the, sustain that the whole series? Because they're definitely gonna make their adjustments too. I just don't know <laughs> who's gonna guard Oladipo for them. So, well, we've run out of time, so stay tuned for Alstine Humanities for Humanity. She's got an awesome show. Then, as Matt said earlier, the Gold Standard Claudia Chambal will be at, at 9 a.m. And until then, you know, all sports matters. You can catch us on KUCI.org. Go to schedules, click on sports matters, and I'll have this podcast up to you later today. I love you, Grandmas. And enjoy your drive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh